And we had a chance to explore a number of Gemaras, particularly Lamed Chesam and Alf and Lamed Tesam and Alf. The Sugya of uh, Dubshud the Tamri, the Sugya of Tarima, and the Sugya of Meshlakos. And from the outset, we saw there are a tremendous number of practical cases that come up. We saw a number of key machlokas among the Rishonim, in particular the machlokas why he defined Tarima, and uh, rich, rich discussion about how you are miyashe the two different cities, Lamed Ches and Lamed Tes. How do you make sense of Meshlakas being Ha'adama while Meperis are Shahako, Amir Shahako? We saw also discussion about Shechar, and we saw discussion about sugar. Um, I think what we can do now is that we have still some, some hanging threads. We're still trying to think about the Ram and sugar. Uh, what I want to do right now is pull it all together and be able to be emerge with a Dabar Shalem in our pocket, with comfort, with the, with the sugi, with the sugi in our pocket, um, by taking a look at the Shulchan Aruch, maybe taking a look at the tour as well, and by looking, working our way through some of the key si'ifim, it will, I think, accomplish uh, a chazara, a clarification, a chazara, um, it will add some more to our Havana, and it will also emerge with a sense of how we paskin, so we walk out, uh, we saw a lot of issues, a lot of discussion, a lot of shitas, we can emerge with clarity and with uh, a sense of halacha lemaisa. Um, most of the discussion is in Simon Reish Beis, as you see in the front page. Reish Beis is, uh, is, is the, the first Simon about Sha'ar Brachas, the first Simon after done with the halachas of Su'uda and Hamotzi Mizonos. And specifically, Reish Beis is about Dine Birkas Peiros Ilan. Reish Beis is about the next couple of Simonim, we'll talk about uh, some of the aspects of Bar Prihadama and some, and then sort of assorted brachas, things that are shahakal or otherwise sort of miscellaneous. Um, so we're going to be focused primarily here on, on uh, select si'ifim within Simon Reish Beis. So let's take a look together. Let's take a look together. And just to, to get comfortable with the book that you have in front of you for a moment, um, I try to uh, highlight and yellow and an orange. I tried to highlight yellow in particular see Ethan that we're going to be looking at. I tried to highlight an orange some of the Kalim matching up as you see the uh, the mark, the letter within the Shulchan Aruch with uh, the mark on the side. So let's get started. Simon Reish Beis. Simon Reish Beis begins with Allah Chazav Abari Pir Sif Dalid as we uh, as we drive by, I'll point out that we've been in Sif Dalit already on the first page. Sif Dalit was a Sif, was a sif about Shem and Zayat. There are other Sif in here that we'll perhaps come back to in future in future sugyas. But as we move forward, Sif Zayin, you see over there, Reish Beis, Sif Zayin, and Reish Beis Sif Ches, we already arrived at one of our sugyas. Sif Zayin, Tamarim, Shulchan Aruch writes, Shemiachan Biyad, Ba'asimahen Isa, I took dates, I mashed them by hand, I made them into a dough, into a paste, into date butter, I even took out the seeds, totally smooth. The bracha hasn't changed, even though it got pounded and it got pasted, the bracha hasn't changed. You make a bari priya Who is the Shulchan Aruch quoting? Almost verbatim, which should sound familiar. Shulchanach is, is quoting the language of which Rishon? Rambam. Rambam, exactly. As he often does throughout Shulchanach, he's giving you an almost verbatim quote, an almost verbatim quote of 
Shulchan Aruch of the of the Rambam. Then the Rambam turned the page. The Haggadah, the Rambam, in the Tzarashi, Lufizeh, who had been the Latverin, Shekorin Hawidla. If you want, you can do some research after it. Um, those are two, the same the same term in two different languages. That term probably means jam. If you have jam, you would make a bar for eight. But some say, no, jam is a shahako, I'm telling the parentheses, that's the true Hadashan. Aha. Interesting. So this is the machlokas we had seen. Whether, whether, um, trima remaining a ha'etz is that he, no matter how much you pound it and pulverize it, and it's, uh, you know, it's turned into date butter, no, if it's mamish, uh, totally processed, so then already it becomes a shahako. Mechaber said like the Rambam ha'etz. The Ramah is presenting both opinions. Well, some say ha'etz and some say shahakal. And what does he say? Well, Ramah says, so what should you do? Ideally, you should say a shahakal. If you made a ha'etz, then you are yotze. Why? Better to say, ideal Ramah says say a shahakal. But Iker means the main sheet really is Ha'itz. In other words, the Mechabra holds like the Rambam, Ha'itz. And the Ramah says, it's probably Ha'itz. If you say Ha'itz or Yotze, but it's better to say Ha'itz. If it's probably Ha'itz, why is it better to say Ha'itz? Misvara. If it's not, then... Right, because Ha'itz, you have a Safik Bracha, that's actually the last, the very last sif in the Simen, which did not get copied. The very end of Simen Reish Bey, they tell you the very Safik Brachas. You say shakal. So, if you say it's a suffix, whether it's a shakal, Shabbos says, why not cover your base and say shakal? Um, but, but strictly speaking, it's probably, strictly speaking, it's probably, uh, it's, uh, there's an interesting machlokas on the page. You see, I tried to highlight also on the top, then on Arachal, we have in Avna Ezra, the two, those that came on the page are the Beishmul Chadz Machoki. But here in Arachayim, the two, those that are the Taz and the Magen Avram. They have longer names, but no one calls it the Magen David. They call it what I highlighted, the Taz. And no one calls it the Neri Shal, Nun Yud. Everyone calls it the Magen Avram. No matter where you are in the world, whether you're in Maryland or elsewhere, you call it the Magen Avram and the Taz. And you see, as you see, and I tried to use the highlight to help to help get comfortable with this, you see that Yud Ches and the Dalit in parentheses are highlighting the Ramah. So those are the standard... The standard silver there, page Kofam Mutas, the Yudchas and Magdala. The Yudchas unadorned, no parentheses, but a bolded Yudchas, and the bolded Dalit with the parentheses. As you see, the way the, the, the convention is that you mark the Taz by a letter with parentheses, so that Dalit parentheses takes it to a Taz, we're not going to see the entire Taz. It will be lovely, and it's long. And the Yudchas can't seem to the Magen Avram, the um, Convention is that the Magen Avram just gets the bolded letter with no parentheses or uh, or brackets. We're used to that system already, just from learning Gemara. You have the Aleph in the brackets is the Gram, the Aleph in the parentheses is the is the Bach. On the page of Shulchan Aruch, it's the same concept, but they take it a step further because the page of Shulchan Aruch, there's so many different mafarshim on the page that the printers had to come up with more variations of uh, a code a code for each one. So it'll be the parentheses and the brackets and the Xarashi and the regular letters. Same basic concept. Um, 
So let's first take a look at the Taz, at least get a little bit of a flavor of the Taz. Um, the Taz says, he gets uh, excited. He says, hi, Iker. See that? Again, Shataz on the inside uh, Rashi position, the Dalit. Ramad said, I would recommend the Shahaka, but the Iker, the, 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 the Iker I did, we passed in Ha'ez. So the Taz gets excited. Hi, Iker, who Iker borrow? That's a very clear Iker. Meaning, he says, it's not just Mikar, did we hold like we hold the eights, but why not cut base and make shackle? It's absolutely heights. That's how the Taz comes out. Uh, guns are blazing. He says, he's convinced. You should make eights. Mashakavza Maharai Betrumas Hadeshin. Betrumas Hadeshin wrote, the Rashi wrote that Trima, remember, remember the language of Rashi. It's somewhat pulverized, but not fully. You say Shahakal, so the Beisos have already attacks him after we have the Rambam. Rambam, Miachan, which the Shochanar here quoted. And he says, if you read the tour later, seven Dalit, the tour seems to hold that way. He talks about a particular type of food. That was common at the time. There was a blend of spices and honey. And and he goes on to say he thinks he has arrived from the Gemara. He says, why did the Gemara have to say Hilchasa? The Gemara presented Trima and said it's a it's a heitz. So uh, and then the Gemara said Hilchasa it's a heitz. What was the what was the point of of saying Hilchazer? There's no other there's no other shita. So he says no no that was he he, he tries to he, you see he goes at length to try to bring the yukim that uh, we absolutely pass like the Rambam everyone holds like the Rambam we should hold like the Rambam it's absolutely heights that is the position of the Taz. that is not the position of the Magen Avraham take a look at the Magen Avraham. Magavram takes a, a middle position. Take a look at the beginning of Se'if Ka'an Yuches in the Magavram. Yesh Omer Lebar, right? Nearly Dafka but good Gedanios. Said Nishbashlo v'nimochu l'adamio. Magavram said that we're back to our favorite good Gedanios, which is a problem with cherries, some type of berry. If anyone's done any further research, historical research. If you're those who are interested in doing some more of the historical Torah research, so you can look at the Padvila and the uh, Lataveran. He says it's only what's totally cooked at. The Tamarum Shes Mahutsas Lo Again, that's what we had seen. And that's what the Magnavan points out. Everyone agrees that somewhat pulverized, Tarima is a eight, Trima has to be something. But then he goes further. Svirle Karambam, the Hatur, as you see later, I feel in Kesushim Beyosef, Velo Paulic Rama, the Gambadar Kemosha, it seems like he holds this way. Meaning, he either had Magna Rams thinks, even Shurus Adesh and Asher Demoda, the Tomorrow should be a Chankitsas, that's what we were assuming, that even if it's a somewhat, somewhat mashed, even if it's somewhat mashed, it should, uh, you should follow the Rambam. Good Gidanyosh and the situation of the of the uh, cherry jam 
It's Nenimochim Legamre. It's when it's totally cooked out and there's nothing left whatsoever. When it's nothing left whatsoever, when it's totally smooth, that's when you say a Shehakal. If there's any anything left, and this is where uh, modern day posts can jump in, the assumption is the Gura on the bottom also um, seems to accept the position of the Magan Avram and not the Taz. So that was how, which means Halacha Lamaisa the following. Um, if something is totally smooth, so that's going to be a Machlokas Arishonim, peanut butter, creamy peanut butter, or or uh, or jam without pieces. So that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a machlokas. But uh, once there are pieces, everyone you have uh, applesauce. Some of the Mishnah Brewer talks about when we bake apples until they totally fall apart. So if there are still bits of apple piece in the in the mixture, so that would be alpipashtas ha'etz. If it's totally smooth, then it's a shahakol. Um, and the modern day postkin with Moshe Feinstein and others point out this comes up by the cornflakes. That's what they discuss. What's the din of cornflakes? Ah, 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 ah. So that's what they point out that, that, that there are different ways of making cereal. Um, sometimes they turn it into flour, and sometimes there are still uh, chunks left. So if there are still chunks left, um, if there are still chunks left, so then. It's going to be a hadama, it's corn, or whatever whatever the underlying item is. If it's totally smooth, so then it's going to be a shaka. That's going to be relevant to mashed potatoes, homemade mashed potatoes made from actual potatoes. That sometimes it's totally smooth, sometimes there's chunks left. It's going to be relevant to guacamole, be relevant to mashed bananas, whatever it is you like to have relevant to applesauce, all of those items. So that's because, according to the... T- now, it, it should be, and let, let's push it a little further. Let's push it a little further. It's worth remembering that even in a situation where it is totally smooth, it is a machlokas harishonim. It's a machlokas harishonim. And the machaber thinks it should be a ha'it sadama anyways, when it's totally smooth. And the Ramah, and the Taz thinks it should be a ha'it sadama anyways. And the Ramah himself also thinks Pashta says it should be a ha'it sadama, but we're machmir for the true Zedeshen, and we make, to make the true Zedeshen happy, we make shahakal. So what that means, Lachora, is uh, is that if you already, let's say you're having, uh, let's say you're having peanut butter and let's say you're having let's say you're having peanut butter. You won't judge. Some people like to have peanut butter straight from the jar. Take a spoonful of peanut butter. Have two many spoonful of peanut butter. It gets a little difficult to swallow. You have a spoonful of peanut butter. Eat it straight. Or whatever. You put it on a cracker, you put it on a, on a whatever, but you really want the peanut butter. Right? So the itter is the peanut butter, you're going to make the brach on the peanut butter. What's the brach on the peanut butter? So, okay, according to smooth peanut butter, Rama holds it's uh, hadama, because peanuts are hadama, and the taz holds it, machabra holds it's hadama, the taz holds it's hadama. The Rama says it's probably hadama, but we make the truth, that's happy, make a shahakal. So now let's flip it. But let's say you already had carrots. You already made hadam on some carrots. They say, you know what? Let's have some peanut butter. What bracha do you make with peanut butter? Even according to Ramag and Magan Avram and the Gra? Guess what bracha you make? It's a trick question. Nothing. Because you already made hadamah. Uh, you already made hadamah on the, on the carrots. If I'm just having peanut butter now straight, so I have to make a bracha. What bracha do I make? Either it's hadamah or shahakal. 
So I'll cover it, I'll be machmi, I'll make a shahakal, that way I'm yotze lacha of this. Because even if it's hadama, if I say shahakal, I'm yotze. But if I already had hadama food, and now the question is, should I make a shahakal? The options aren't, should I make a shahakal on the peanut butter or hadama on the peanut butter? The options are, should I make a shahakal or nothing because I already made hadama? So I'll be pasha at that point, you should not make any bracha whatsoever. Now you should be machmi, mi'ikaradin, we hold this hadama. So there's no bracha. It's not a chumrah at that point to say shahakal. It's a kula. So being that, being that uh, even the Ramah, most, as we saw, most posts on the page assume it's always Adama. Even Ramah says, it's probably Adama, but we're machmer for shahakal. Machmer shahakal, you have to make a bracha. But if you already made a hadama, then you're machmer not to make a bracha. Yeah. True, true. That's a good point. All, it, it, how come I ask you when you were open to eating other food? If you only thought you're going to have carrots, and then never you're going to reduce to only eating carrots, and then Baruch Hashem, your roommate walks in and says, "Guess what? I have peanut butter." La Yehudim. Yeah, if you didn't know you were going to have peanut butter, so then anyways, the hadama did. But it's a situation. You're at home and you're, you're sitting down to to graze in the kitchen. We'll get started with carrots, uh, we'll get started with potato chips, whatever it is. I don't want to assume healthy habits. It's good to have healthy habits. But both potato chips, for now, we'll assume, and both potato chips and uh, and uh, carrots are hadama. Not that you're yotze eating vegetables by eating potato chips. But yes, it's just, you already had fries, and you figure, I'll start with the fries and make hadama, and then we'll see what else we find. And then you find, then you find your peanut butter. It's a strange type of combination. Whatever, but at that point, since you made, you made a hadama, open-ended carte blanche, blank check hadama, I'm going to eat whatever I'm going to eat, and then I discover peanut butter, so that's important to keep in mind. It's in the, when you're in high, elementary school, there's a brachasbi, and there's a list, and it says peanut butter is shahako. But the truth is, it's a lot more nuanced than that. Peanut butter is a machlokas aposkim. Machlok saposkim, whether smooth peanut butter, it's really machlok saposkim, whether it's hadam or shahako, and therefore you dynamically figure out in the situation what you're going to do. Ramah recommends be machmer for Trumas Hadeshin, although Ikradin, we hold that to Ramah. Okay, so now you have to figure out. So if you're having it in a vacuum, make a shahako. If you've already made a hadam, it could be covered by the hadam, then you're machmer to make nothing and assume that it's covered by the hadam. And the same is going to be true for all these situations of process. Thoroughly smoothed foods. It's going to be true for, uh, for instance, it's going to be true for. Let's hold off on examples. Let's hold off on more examples for now. Let's hold off on more examples for now. Now, let's give another example. Um, Pringles. I brought to make a Pringles. You sure? Well, I brought should Pringles be. So, so Lahari would say, well, right, it's, it's totally, it was uh, totally pulverized into potato flour. Um, so, so the, I think most posts can assume you make a shakal, and I think practically speaking, that's what we would usually make. Although, although number one, I believe Shamazam and Arabach was of the opinion that's a hadama. Why? Because they turned the flour, then reconstituted it to once again make it look like a potato, like a potato chip. So, therefore, it's it, it, it's back to having the tzura sapri. That's a that's a chiddush, uh, but it's worth keeping in mind even without that chiddush that you have reconstituted the tzura sapri once again because you got it back into looking like a potato chip. Um, but also bear in mind it's luchora telling this 
Machlokas. Offhand, it sounds like, we'll keep an open mind as we move through Simon Reish Beis, but it sounds like it's telling this Machlokas. So yeah, we're Machmir to cover our bases and make a Shahakal on jam and on peanut butter and on smooth date butter and date paste. So you also be Machmir to make a Shahakal instead of a Hadama on the Pringles. But if I already had... Uh, some other, I already had, here's maybe sounds like a more likely combination. I already made a bar piadam on fries, and then I decide to pop open Pringles. Obviously, Kayadua, Kemoshakasa, once you pop, you can't stop. But even if you have just one Pringle, once you pop, you can't stop, is not Kamina for a bar bracha frona. Because bracha frona requires a shear. Bracha rishona is even on a mashu. Even if you will be misgaber. That's your Musa exercise for the day. You're going to open a fresh canister of pink Pringles and have one Pringle on stop. It's like a tinus arrival. So you still have to make a bracha rishon. You don't have to make a bracha krona. One Pringle is not, I don't think it's a kazais. But uh, we have to make a bracha rishon. What bracha rishon do you make? If you already made a hadama on the fries, then lechora we would say, it's a suffix hadama, suffix shahako. So you already made a hadama, say no more. That's Sif Zayin. Again, there is more going on. The Taz, the Taz is a lot of, he marshals a number of arguments, the Taz does, um, to support his position that Mamish, we are convinced, like the Rambam, that it's always a Ha'etz HaDama, even if it's totally smooth. Um, interesting, Rise Kid, I to take a look. Um, it should be noted that, uh, again, without getting into the details right now, the, the uh, point of the, the Magav Ram clearly disagrees. Malavram supports the uh, the position, maybe attenuates, uh, tweaks, but supports the position of the Ramah. The Gra also, in the Be'er Gra, I did not highlight that, the Gra um, also assumes like the Malavram insofar as he does not like, he seems to reject the Taz's deal. Okay, that's the Halakha Lamaisa, where Machmir, that when something totally smooth, peace-free, peace, P-I-E-C-E, has no pieces in it. So we're machmer to, for the truest addition to make a shahakal. But meikra did sa'etz ha'adama. So if, when things are reversed, you, we, we would assume meikra did that if you may ready sa'etz ha'adama, you're good. Yeah, question, Davidal. Why would French fries be ha'adama? Why would French fries be ha'adama? Why not? Oh, that's true. It is smooth. But but what it is is not pulverized. No, when they make French fries, I think. They it's it, it's piece they cut pieces of potato, they cut pieces of potato. The truth is that's a gemara, um, that's a gemara that uh, that one of the gemaras that the Taz references. The Shulchan Aruch quotes later. We want to skip all the way to the end. Take a look at Simon Reish, the last deep into this packet, the last Shulchan Aruch page. Simon Reish Hay. Page 284. The bracha does not change, even though I cut it into small pieces. That is based on a Gemara. I hope you have your Gemara in front of you. Take a quick peek at a Gemara on Lamed Testament Aleph. A few lines before the whole... A few lines... 
a few lines before the whole Maya de Silki, Amr of Rabbi Zeira, around two thirds of the way down Lamatasam and Alf, Amr Rabbi Zeira, Kiavina be Ravuna, when I was learning Ravuna's Beis Hamedrish, <coughs> Rabbi Zeira made Aliyah. So he started in Baba, Gemara elsewhere tells uh, fascinating stories about, uh, about the excitement, the promise, and the stress and aggravation of the process of making Aliyah. Uh, but Reb Zera says, back when I, here he's referred to as Rabbi Zera. That presumably means he came to Eretz Yisrael and got in Smicha. When I was still a younger man in, uh, in Bavel, learning in the Beis HaMedrash of Rav Huna, one of the Talmidim of Rav, Amar Lan, he, Rav Huna told us, Hani Gargilidi Delifta. These are chunks. Chunks, cuts of the lefes took a vegetable and, and you sliced it or you chunked it. So, so Rav Huna said, what's the bracha? It depends. Parminu prima rabba, if you cut it with a large chunk, a large, a thick slice, so then to bar piyadama, the prima zuta, shahakal. If it's cut finely into very thin slices or pieces, then it already changes to being a shahakal. Bechiyasan l'rbei Rav Yehuda, when I switched yeshivas from Rav Huna's yeshiva to Rav Yehuda's yeshiva, both in Bavel, Amar Lan, he told us, even if it's finely sliced, it's still a hadama, finely diced, it's still a hadama. You cut it up more, that was meant to improve it, and therefore the, it maintains it maintains the bracha. So that's, that, that Gemara earlier, is what's being called in the Shulchan Aruch here, Reish Hei Sif Dalet, and that is and that is uh, French fries. You can have steak fries that are extra thick. You can have the shoestring fries that are very skinny. But regardless, regardless, it's, uh, it maintains the hadama. As a matter of fact, the Taz, now that you mentioned, the Taz actually quoted that din as one of his proofs. That as long as there are pieces left, even if they're small pieces, you're still going to... He thinks that that supports... It could be Machalik and Svara. He thinks that supports the Rambam position. Let's just totally smooth. As long as any pieces maintain the bracha. Okay, so that's item number one. It's the question of Trima. We see how we pass. And how we pass, the answer is, it's, uh, it's a mix. It's a mix. Make or do you hold like the Rambam. But Ashkenaz, and it could be Svaradim, I assume. But if you want to check. So from the Machaber, it sounds like you just... Rambam Machaber is straight. You make a Ha'etz HaDama no matter what. Ramon says, well, we have this from a Zadeshen, so let's try to cover our bases. Again, it wasn't a straight Machlok Ashkenazim and Svaradim, because we had seen even the Ritvos of Svaradi had adopted the position of Shuma Zadeshen, but in, on the page of Shulchan Aruch, the Machaber just quotes the, Shulchan Aruch just quotes the Rambam, while the Ramos says, let's try to cover our bases. So at least for Ashkenazim, it's a sort of a nuance, it's a Shahakal with an asterisk. Shahakal, Lechumra, but Mikra didn't say Eitzadana. And then you come to Sivches. Sivches is pretty straightforward and should sound pretty familiar. Devash hazav mehatamarim. Mevarach alav shahakal. You have the honey oozing from the dates. Back simon reish beis. Sivches. Moving from Sivzain to Sivches. You have page kuflamites. You have the devash that's uh, oozing out of the tamarim. You make a shahakal. Vechem ha-mashkayot. The, the fluid that, cut, that emerges from any type of fruit, except for a zesim and oven, otherwise you make a shahaka. 
Otherwise, he'll make a shock. By the way, just take a peek at the Mogan of Ram over here. He says, Oh, the Baruch Shahakal, you test the Zebi Almu. What's the Mogan of Ram adding? He often, the Nosekin Lassad, just tell you, Here's what the Gemara said. We already started from the Gemara Rishonim. So <clears throat> we saw that already. And that, that, that's off some, tum, sometimes Rafarsh on the page of are just giving giving you pieces of the Gemara. And then often, as we already saw, they're adding much more than just telling what the Gemara says. Now that brings us, that Mepero's discussion brings us to Se'if Yud. Se'if Yud is Peiros, Sheshrano Bishlam Bemayim. Let's say I didn't juice the fruit, but instead I soaked it in water. So I have a fruit-infused water, or bishlam b'mayim, or I cooked it in water. Ah. The flavor of the fruit went into the water. You still only make a shahakal. Fruit soup is merely a shahakal, not a ha'etz. Which Rishon is the Shulchan Aruch quoting? Oh, so you guessed the Rajma, and you guessed correctly. Now when he goes on to say, Varosh Kasav, that should sound familiar. If you look back, we started with the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch was written in the 1500s. The Tur, the Russian son, he already wrote an earlier work that Shulchan Aruch was based on in the 1300s. I put in the back of this package just for convenience, but chronologically it came earlier. If you turn to the back, you'll see a few things. Ooh. I'm sorry. I'll tell you that. Turn to the back, but I did not make copies of that page. Turn if you look if you were to look in the tour, you would see here you see let's say here's the tour seven rage base Zion Chess. If you look if you to look at the tour, let's see if Yud, he says Beferish. The Rajma says this, and the Rush says that. The Shulchan Aruch is uh, just presenting the Rajma as as the Stam. The Stam and the Rush disagrees. So from looking at the uh, and again, the Nafkimi and the Rajma wrote, this one, the Nafkimi and the Rajma and the Rush, was what do you do with fruit soup? The Rush was just focused on physically making soup as a more powerful uh, method of extracting tam than just juicing. So it doesn't matter if you're doing a fruit or a vegetable. The Rajma, though, it said it has to do with the derech. So these vegetables that the girl was talking about, people typically eat them cooked in soup. But fruit, we eat fruit mostly uh, not so. We eat fruit mostly not so. So the, now the, the Rush explains, then when the Magad Avram explains the Rush a little more, see that Chav Gimel? That Chav Gimel, when the Shavar quotes the Rush, that takes you to over here. The Magad Avram. The Ilu, turn the page. He explains, we had already read this into the Rush, the Magad Avram speaks it out. You get a, a more of a bandwidth of flavor when you cook than when you merely juice. And how about the how about the Rajba? How about the Rajba? So number one, take a look at the, I have not highlighted it, but take a look at Sivkan Ches here on the first day in the Shulchan Aruch. Tells you, once again, as you guys already said, because we learned this of you, Who's his first opinion? Shabbat actually named the second piece to Rush. Who's the first opinion? The Taz helpfully offers 
you don't have a tour of in front of you, Zehu Dash Rashba, the Beisose. The Beisose tells you this first opinion is the Rashba. The Chasab Shamatan, because the fruits typically you eat whole, raw, not cooked. You don't juice it, you don't cook it, you typically you typically uh, eat it raw. Aval, here, now here you watch what the Taz does, and this is going to be relevant for something we already discussed. We have something which it is typical to, 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 to make into soup, to boil, at length, to simmer. Oh, lishot meimah, or do you typically juice it? Havi of kamohu. Then it does retain, the liquid retains the bracha. The came. what are you thinking about? What practical case are you thinking about? Where it's common to, to stew it or to juice it? Tomato. 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 Wow. You know, super ketchup. Okay. Well, let's take a look at what the Taz says, and then we'll talk about a practical case that you would have had research yesterday. What did you do research yesterday? Oranges. Oranges, right? The Chazanesh that said, hey, orange juice. Chazanesh said, oranges, what did you say yesterday? 87%? 84%. 84 84%, close to five-sixths. Almost five out of every six oranges uh, end up as juice. So the Chazanesh had said, wow, okay, so now nowadays it's different. And when the Chazanesh started clearing, well, does it didn't change, or is it all totally in how it was used at the time when Chazal originally made the Takana of, of Rachas. So watch what the Taz does. Taz says, the Taz did not have oranges. I don't think he had oranges. But he did have, Vim Cain, Plumen, Yevashim, otherwise known as, plum. what's a plum? A plum. Plum and are dried plums. What do we call dried plums in English? Dried plums are? Mm-hmm. Prunes, exactly. Prunes is just another name for dried plums. So Yesh Levarech Bari Priyat Al Hamarak, the Darkan Bishlika. We typically, the Taz says, we typically eat prunes stewed. And therefore, if you drink the the juice of the stewed prunes, that would be a ha'etz. So you're probably wondering, I've most of you are probably thinking, I've never eaten prunes. I may never have seen prunes except on a on the you know a package in the store that I didn't pick up. Certainly, who stews prunes? Maybe some of you have eaten prunes. I remember my grandfather-in-law, Vashon, from Mel Shechter, he enjoyed stewed prunes. He used, to, he used to spend a night or two here in the, in the Heights. He used to come in for sheer. Sometimes my wife would, when we were first married, my wife would sometimes stew prunes for him, make a compote. And that's what that was. It was a taste that apparently had lasted for hundreds of years. The Taz was talking about stewed prunes back in the 1600s. And in the 20th century, there's still Jews who are enjoying their stewed prunes. I think it's since gone largely out of style. But the Taz says, look, we, that's how we eat prunes. Now, nowadays, I think most people who eat prunes just eat them straight out of the container. As is, dried, but not boiled. But to once upon a time, you dry the prunes. Why are you drying the prunes if you're going to boil them? Probably so that they last longer. Fresh fruit, before modern refrigeration, fresh fruit uh, is a wonderful source of nutrition for the during the summer season when it's freshly picked. But it's not going to last. You don't have a refrigerator and you don't have a freezer. The fruit's not going to last. So either you just get all that nutrition this summer and then make your way through the winter without it, or over the course of centuries and millennia, human beings have figured out ways to preserve to preserve fruits. We've figured out how to pickle, we've figured out how to dry, we've figured out how to make, how to make jam. And these are different ways of, at its core, removing some of the moisture so that it uh, retards spoilage.
Um, so if you dry a fruit, it will last much longer. As you know, dried fruits don't have to be in the refrigerator, the fresh fruits usually do. So if you dry fruits, you can keep it for weeks, maybe for months. The common practice at the time, now it is sort of like a taste to eat dried fruits. But the way they were usually consumed, back when drying fruits was a necessity, not a, not a gourmet twist, was you dried it, and then when you're ready to eat it, you would throw it in a pot and boil it, stew it, and now it's back to being more or less a fruit. So that's what they would do. You dry your plums in the summer, whenever you pick the plums, and then you have a box of uh, dried plums in the cupboard. And then over, over the course of the winter, you take a few plums and stew them, simmer them for a while, and eat that. So that was the way they ate plums. They dried them, and then they simmered them. So the Taz says, so then it, it, it's not a rule that, that, that fruit soup is never high It's because fruit, fruit soup is usually a rarity. But if you have prunes, that's the way we typically consume them. We eat for, for several centuries, that's the way people typically consumed plums, dried and then stewed. Okay, dark over shlika. So then the Raj would say it is a ha'ek, not just the fruit, but even the soup. And if you saw the chazanesh, you say, okay, so this whole stewed prunes things, that's not so 21st century, but orange juice is 21st century. And what the Taz is assuming, the Taz is taking a stand on the chazanesh's suffix. Right? Because Chaznish wasn't sure, does it tell in what's the derech here and now, or what was the derech back in the days of Chazal? Chazal, when they were Mesakin Brachos, so at that point, the oil was only wine and oil, does that stick? So the Taz definitely thinks it can be Mishtana, Lefiha Makam, Lefiha Zman. The Taz is not arguing that, that uh, Ezra HaSofer ate stewed prunes. But he's saying, for us, we, in Poland, in the 1600s, we eat stewed prunes. So that's very significant. This Taz, if the Taz was alive nowadays, he would presumably say, Taz didn't have orange juice. But if the Taz was alive nowadays, he probably would say, orange juice is a ha'etz. At least, lefi the rajma. At least, lefi the rajma. Now let's take a look, but we're not done with this just yet. We are not done with this just yet. Take a look at the bottom of the page. Take a look at the bottom of the page. You see the bar, you see the little yutes, in the Shulchan Aruch, you see the little yutes in the parentheses, the Sav Rashi yutes. So here's a twist. As they said before, each, each Mepharsh has his own uh, code. With the parentheses, with the brackets, without Sav Rashi, not Sav Rashi. But Sav Rashi, in parentheses, is actually code sharing. Lahabdil, Sometimes you take a uh, Delta flight. Sometimes you might take an allow flight because it's code sharing. Right? You 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 bought a you bought a Delta. I forget which. I'll make it up. I don't remember which which uh, airlines do and don't code share with each other. You might have gotten a, a JetBlue ticket, but it's code shared, cross shared, cross coded with uh, Delta. So the same flight can have multiple names. There's also code sharing deal on the page of Shulchan the, the Ksav Rashi with bracket with parentheses like that test is shared by the Barahetev and the Shari Tshuva. That's because they work together. The Barahetev's job, if you learn Shulchan of Mishnah Brura, those two Mepharshim also appear. The Barahetev's job was mostly to give you a kitzer of the Magen Avram and the Taz. Magen Avram and the Taz are longer, and he gives you sort of a digest of the Magen Avram and the Taz. 
But then he sometimes adds more. So, for instance, the Sifkat Yutas, number one, the Ba'etid, he begins by quoting the classics. Oh, shut We say that uh, the Rajba says that fruit soup is a shahaka, it's not the same as my the silka. That appears in Simon Reish. Hey. Uh, no, that's Robachilasa There it's more the vegetables are mostly cooked. As a matter of fact, let's turn the page for a moment. Let's take a look at in the and I told you Simon Reish, we're Reish Bay, Reish Gibbon Reish Hay are about Barfi Adama. So in fact, if you turn to page Kufman base, here we go. Kufman base, Simon Reish Hay said base. Alhamayim Shabishal and Yurakos. Vegetable soup. You make the bracha atzishvarvai rakos atzman. You make the bar piyadamu just as you would on the vegetables themselves. Happy shaving the tamayer. All that has is a flavor. That's still enough. That's still enough. And he goes on here. an interesting tidbit that he has. Hani mili kishavishlam. I think yesterday I said that since it's a chayadam. It's not. It's really shalvarash. Hani mili kishavishlam. Vegetable soup is adama if you cooked it below basar. Part of a vegetable soup is adama. But bishlam in basar mevarav If it's a fleshing of vegetable soup, it's a shahakal. What does that come up most commonly? Chicken, chicken soup. Exactly. Even though there are a lot of vegetables, maybe there are more vegetables than chicken, but the chicken, it's, we call it chicken soup. The chicken is the ichor, and that's defined, it's defined as a chicken soup. And since chicken is shahakal, so everything is tough to that shahakal as well. But standard vegetable soup, again, that's the gemara, on la matesam and alf. Meishlako, standard vegetable soup is is a uh, hadama. So now we're back. The Barahaitid is first quoting from the Nosa Caleb that this is fruit soup is different than vegetable soup, Because here it's Kosnei Shlik. Over there it's it's generally cooked. But Mashay Kempeiros, ain't dark according to Rashba, you usually eat them as is. Then turning the page. If I hate the, then he says, he says, I always call it Lashba. Then he goes on to call it Tatan, Perizivation, I have dried fruit, Tapuchim, Agasim, Good Gedanios, Plumin. I had dried apples or dried pears or dried cherries or dried plums, and then I cooked it. So then he, then you make a hakes. Mechain, I need no head. The Ica, that's what I do. It's the Bach and the Taz. The Bach is the Taz we just read. The Bach is a Pirish on the tour. They were related. The Taz married the Bach's daughter. Very often the Taz disagrees with his grandfather. Very often. But here, but doesn't have to disagree with his grandfather. They had honest machloksin. And uh, if he agreed, he agreed. Disagreed, disagreed. In this case, they are, they are aligned. And now, a couple of lines down. The al yeah. I'm reading the Barahitid. I'm sorry. The Barahitid quoted the Taz. Here on page 278. As I told you, Barahitid's job usually is to give you a summary, a digest of the Taz and Magna Abram. And that's what he does here. Then he says, then he says, well, well, what item is he talking about next? What item is he talking about next? Kave uh, Vite. You have coffee or tea? Here you go. Prince of Wales. 
Prince of Wales team. What bracha do you make on this? What bracha do you make on coffee? Right, uh, coffee, tea, everyone knows, you make shaka. Everyone knows, you're so sure. In the 1600s, there was a fierce machlokas. He quotes, uh, he quotes, Barhetiv quotes, and then the Shari Tshuva quotes even more. Al Kavei Vitei, Mevaruch Shahakal, that's the position of the Parach Mata Arun, as Tshuva say from the 1600s. The Chav Pez, Parach Mata Arun, Chalik, just to decipher those notes, those uh, Russian papers. Chalik, Alex, Kavim, but the, I think Halachas Katanos, is in the test, and the true is part of the Eros. They say, Medina, you should say, Aha Adama on the coffee and tea. But no, the Lord of Shahako is so make a Shahako. So what's the issue? What's the issue? So one second. Let's talk and think about this. What bracha should you make on coffee and tea? So let's, let's based on what we know of the sugya, what would you have said? A co- yeah, what would you say? Meshlakas. Hadama. You have to figure out, you have to do some research, you got to see if, if coffee beans qualifies a pre, I don't, I think it's a tree. You have to figure out if coffee beans qualifies pre eights or not. The tea leaves, I believe, are, are not from a tree, so that would be a, certainly Hadama. Yeah, what would you say? Could it be Zaya? Could it be Zaya? Maybe. But on the other hand, let's so that, that that was the Shaila, right? That was what the Rishon had been debating. Uh, May Peyrus is a Zaya to Shahakal. May Shlokos is more than a Zaya and Tadama. So that had been the question. And that's what the Shofar was going here. Different opinions as to what's, what's, the, what's the key criterion. So what would you say according to the Rush? Right? What would you say according to the rush? Hadama, why? Because right? I'm boiled it. It's not just I'm not just squeezing some juice out of the coffee bean or the uh, the tea leaf, coffee bean and tea leaf. I'm not just squeezing juice out. I'm mamish boiled, especially if you uh, if you're involved in the world of uh, gourmet coffee making. There's a lot that got espresso, especially. There's a lot, got a lot of pressure, literally and figuratively. A lot going into you're really you're really boiling out the essence of the. Of the coffee or the tea. So the fever rush, that's all a question of am I merely juicing my mamish cooking to get out the tom? <laughs> I'm definitely cooking to get out the tom. So the fever rush, it should be high tadama. According to the rashba, right, the derech is the, the, the only way we consume tea leaves is as, as a drink. As a matter of fact, even. even that's the, only, that's the only way we ever consume tea leaves. It's only shawl. Even coffee, there is some market for coffee. Um, coffee tea. Sorry? Coffee tea. Yeah, perhaps. But certainly, predominantly, the, the overwhelming majority of coffee is cultivated to be used as a drink. So the Chorah, both according to the Rosh and according to Rajma, it should be, it should be a... Uh, Hadama, or again, you have to say if coffee is Hadama or eights, but it should be a Bori Pri. Now, some of the, if you look in these chuvas, you look up these chuvas, so some of the, one of the arguments for a Shahako is, and, and, and I want you to respond, and let's see if you can be Mechavin to the Panemiris' response. I think you can. I think it was a Chuvas Yaakov, the Be'ahetev quoted 
the parach matar, which I could not get my hands on, and the shmos yaku, which I was able to find on on Pailan, they say shahaka. So one of the one of shmos yaku's arguments is, well, it's a shahai, it should be a meishlokus. So he says, no, meishlokus is when you actually have the vegetable and the liquid all together. But here, you don't consume the tea leaves. You don't consume the coffee. You keep the tea leaves, as you know, in a bag. Keep tea leaves in a bag. And you strain it. You carefully strain it out. It's pure, smooth liquid. And therefore, this is not meishlok, it's a shahakum. Yeah, exactly. Meishufta. Meishufta. So that's what the panami iris here, you're... This is only a digest. Here you're just seeing names and psachim. If you actually look up that that Shvusyakim, he told you where to look. You look up Shvusyakim Chelav Beisim, and you'll see his argument for Shako. And the part of the Iris, Simon Sadiyeh, in Chelav Galaf, we have multiple halakim. Chelav Galaf, Simon Sadiyeh. He says, "What do you mean? Who said there's a need to have pieces in it in order for it to be a meishlokus? That's Maya Deshivta. We showed him and say the whole point of Maya Deshivta is like it's dill." But it's the way we use bay leaves. You put it in for flavoring, but then you pull it out. You don't actually consume any of the solids whatsoever. Mamish like tea. Mamish like tea. Mamish like tea. And then you look in the shari tshuva. Again, I told you that the this code sharing between the bar and the shari tshuva. So that same yutes, sabrashi tes and friend, he sends you to the bar and to the shari tshuva. You see, he says. I am the start with I Barhate. Okay? See the Barhate first. And once you've seen that, take a look at part of the ears in Khalak Bayes. He has another shoe about this. Khizik Marsh of a Khalak Alif. He 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 doubles down on his sheet that the Ikra did should be Adama. Heshalan and he responds to some of the cashes against him. The fasting, these chubas are all they were all at the same time. Late six hundred, early seven turns, and they're and they they were having a uh, they were having a uh, correspondence in, in real time about this issue. The was back and forth, responding to each other. And, but they're also, the Kolokom, seeing the Zeshikamuna, the Roshakam, the Kim and the Golan. He's Lamaisa, even though he thinks Nikodesh should be Hadama, but Rabbi Poskin, Rabbi Poskin says Shahakam, by the way, look at what he talks about next. He makes a chocolate of the gamal. The gamal. What's the next item? The last line of the Shachar Now, when they said chocolate, a little bit of history of technology. When I say chocolate, when you say chocolate, you think of a chocolate bar. That's a more recent invention. If you ever go to Hershey World, but there'd be the whole history of chocolate. That, I think the, the idea of making solid chocolate in the late 1700s or 1800s. The original way that chocolate was consumed in pre-modern times in South America, and even when it first came to Europe for the first century or two, it was only consumed as a beverage. Exactly. It was only, what we call hot chocolate was chocolate. Chocolate was a drink. Like coffee is a drink. And tea is a drink. Chocolate was a drink. I think it was also originally not necessarily sweetened. It was like a bitter... Yeah. Yeah. So that's... So the so that's a, that's the same question. I'm boiling. I grind I grind uh, cacao and then I boil it. 
the same shot. What bracha should you make on 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 hot chocolate? Should hot chocolate be a hey hey sadama? Got to figure out exactly what the status of cacao is. Is that a, I think it is a treat. I think it is the fruit of the treat. So should it be a heitz or should it be a shahako? So it's a good shayla. What's that kidding? So why taka? Why taka do we make a shako? According to Rajba, heitz hadama. According to Rash, heitz hadama. Yeah, what he said? Uh, 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 good, good, good. Okay, good. So we 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 are gonna complete. How are we doing with time? Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna ultimately wrap things up. Sugar is gonna be our, our last stop on this uh, tour of selected CE from the Simon Rage Base. And sugar is very important. Good. So hold on to that thought. Hold on to that thought. What else? Can anyone else give me any other mucker other than the sugar discussion to to think about? I I did make a shock on this tea, not because I held that the milk is thicker. The Iker was a tea. If I was having tea straight, or having black coffee, if I was having hot chocolate without milk, you would make a shlomais, you would make a shako. So what's taka the pshat? So different svaris, it could be multiple, there could be multiple arguments you made, based on what we have learned. We'll get back to sugar soon. Based on we have learned, what else, can, what, any other suggestion you can make? I don't know where the toast is getting from, but it's a concept where just any drink. Oh, 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 oh. What are you going to say? Toast Perhaps. Also, there might be exception things. Which is, when we say that vegetable soup is the most common way of, common way of consuming the vegetable, what, what are we driving at? Are we saying commonality matters because of commonality, or it's because you consume that soup as the vegetable? That's an interesting lumdus about the Rajba. But Lamaisa... I would say this is coffee. Co- coffee is that beverage. Tea is this. Once upon a time, chocolate, cacao was a mug of chocolatil. Um, so that that I think you are re-strengthening, you are re-strengthening the position of the Rajba. And according to the Rajba Lachora, we should be making uh, shahako. Uh, but I, I think the point that you make is sharp. And let's actually take a look. Turn to Simon Reish Hay. Here we are in Simon Reish Hay. Simon Reish Hay. Seif. Simon Reish Hay. Seif and Beis and Gimel. We saw this already, and now we're back. This is the parallel sugi is a vegetable. Alamayim Shabishlo Mirakos. Once again, the water of. Uh, the, 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 the broth of vegetable soup, you make a bori priyadam. By the way, you turn the page, and it says, it's a if you juice, carrot juice, tomato juice, and the bar carrot juice, tomato juice, vegetable juice, is only a shako. But, vegetable soup is a ha'adama. So you see, I, did, I, I neglected to highlight it, but that vav right at the beginning, the big bases, it marks the sif numbers. The sif bases are high. So then you have that dal in parentheses that sends you to the taz, and the vav without the parentheses that sends you to the the uh, magen 
And he gets started, and what's this all about? And turn the page, let's jump into the middle of the Magan Avram. Let's jump into the middle of the Magan Avram. I just want to see a segment. The first narrow line in the Magan Avram. Here we are, Simon Reishay. Sif Beis, Sif Katan Vav. Again, Sif is the Sif in the Shulchan Sif Katan refers to the number of that Mefarish, that Nosekelem. Have Mordechai Kosav. Davke Yirakos. Shahamashka Yotze Yemenu. Ikaro Litabel Koi. The Choshav Machal Mikod. He says, by the, what's the difference? He's, he's addressing the same point explicitly that the Rosh and the Rajba had addressed. What's the difference between Me Shlakos and Me Peros? And the Mordechai, we had seen this idea already in the way the Tosis Ray raised the concept in the way he discusses beer, but the Mordechai is the one who explicitly um, applies it to the steer routine Lamaches and Lamaches. The reason why Me Shlakos get a uh, Ha'adama is because that. Fluid is used litabel. It's kashav mahal kemikodem. We use it as a dip, or we use it in some other way to eat. And he goes on to quote we had mentioned yesterday, Gemara and Yuma, that uh, that um, salad dressing sear has the status of an ochel, even though it's a liquid. Aval metusim ve'yein tapuchim, the fruit juices. It's Odim Lashtia, and that's why it's a Shin Nun Bez Bez Nun Resh. That stands for Shakol Nia Bedvaro and Bore Nefashos Rabos. And he quotes Atosis and Lamarches, and so on and so forth. It's the Chenul El Simon Resh Dalit. Sheikhar Tamarim. Why is Sheikhar Tamarim? Why not just the barley beer, but even the, the date beer? Why is the Shakol? Same thing. Because it's a drink. Hmm. The drink that we make for Pesach for apples. I don't know if it's apple juice, apple cider, but uh, for us it's an, a year-round item. But uh, but in the in the 1600s in Poland, some sort of apple juice or apple cider was like a, a Pesach specialty. So when they make that apple juice, it's a shahako. Lama dalhe le divre a call. And he goes on to say, okay. So that, it sounds like, so the Magen Avram quotes that position of the Mordechai, which we saw as Ray the Tosas, very approvingly. Again, this is what we had seen over the last day or two, that in terms of the steer between Lamaches, Lamates, between May Payers versus May Shlakas, so you have the 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 the, the Rajbas tarots and you have the Rosh's tarots and you have the tarots of the Mordechai and Tosfos. And Tosfos, by the way, we had seen the first Tosfos had two or three different answers, but further down the Bamalam Chesed he again reiterates Mashke is Shahako and the Mordechai says Mashke is Shahako and that is the difference and that is the simplest way to understand why it is that Minaga Olam is that on tea and coffee you make a Shahako is that Lechora, that's the, the, the simple way to make sense of it is that Minigal almost to follow the Tosis and the Mordechai. Their drinks are Shahakal. And, uh, and uh, it, it may be the Derech, the overwhelming Derech, even the sole Derech to consume tea leaves and uh, the overwhelming Derech to consume uh, coffee beans is, uh, is as tea or coffee. So it's certainly a Derech. The Rajput would say it's a Ha'etz HaDama. And it is not merely a juicing, but it's a full cooking 
to extract the full uh, bandwidth of flavor. The rush would say it's a it's hadama, but it's a drink, and therefore Tosfos and the Mordechai would say it is a it is a shahakol, and that lechara uh, uh, implies uh, that that's how we passed him. Uh, Shachter d- discusses in in the piece in Bikvat Bikvat Tzov Simavad that we had discussed in the past, um, the way he develops this idea also of that. That, that we had we had originally come across this Tosa and Mordechai in the, as a, one of the seven eight examples of where Shahakal, uh, you know, uh, uh, if it's not fully in Achila, then you don't get uh, you don't get uh, pure bebrachas, which is one way of understanding this because it's a drink. That's because it's tafel. Tosa Rush says ah, it's tafel. It's tafel to the the the, 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 the barley flavor is tafel to the water. But the Mordechai is saying more than that. Because he's even talking about pure fruit juice. Pure fruit juice is not just not the mix of water and something else. It's pure fruits. It's not an Iker and Tuffle conversation. Soup is an Iker and Tuffle conversation. Juice from concentrate is an Iker and Tuffle conversation. But pure fruit juice, he's talking about, yeah, pure fruit juice, metusim, yeng tapuchim, there's no water in it. But the point is, even though it's all fruit, but once it's a drink, there's no uh, purity. There's no period for brachas. See, I'll leave you with something to think about. Um, and that is, so, uh, Shechter goes on to quote in that piece, based, I, I think he quoted the, the Chaimi Volazhin already raises this point. So, once you're saying, as the Mordechai is, liquids can be a ha'etz ha'dama, whatever, but if it's a beverage, not just it's a liquid, but it's a liquid that you drink rather than something that you eat. It's not a soup that you eat. It's not a dip or a dressing that's part of eating, but it's a beverage, then it's automatically shahaka, right? And that's, what, again, what Toset said. That's why beer is uh, shahaka. Ah, so let's say you were to have a grain-based drink that's not really a beverage. A grain-based liquid that we don't really drink to quench our thirst, a grain-based liquid that, as a result, some posts can say that because you don't really drink it, I mean, you drink it, but you really take it, take shots of it, you don't drink it to quench your thirst, some posts can say the bracha acharona, uh, the, the shear for bracha acharona should be kazayas, because it's not really a beverage that you drink. That that drink, that, we're, that liquid we're talking about is whiskey. Whiskey. I think this Taz is the one who says Maybe if you have a kazais, right, who has a revia? Hopefully you do not have a revia. I'm not sure why one needs to drink whiskey at all. But even if one's going to drink whiskey and drink it responsibly, you're not going to have a revia of whiskey. A revia is three and a half ounces or so. That's a, that's a very large amount of whiskey to drinking. A kazais, a shot of whiskey is, is more than a, a fluid ounce is more than a kazais for sure. So uh, the main post can say, it's not really a beverage, so it's it's a liquid ochel. So the shear is a kazayas. So Chaim Yivalajan points out if you accept that logic, so two things happen. Number one, it's uh, hard to understand how you can make a kiddush on schnapps because if it's an ochel, so you wouldn't make kiddush on soup. You only make kiddush on liquid on beverages. Number one. Number two, Rashechter quotes that if it's coming back to Arasavia. If it's really an ochel, it's a liquid ochel, it's like a dip or a dressing or a soup, it's not a beverage. So then, the same way that Postkim argued that the, 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 the shear 
for the bracha acharona is merely a kazayas, what else should change? About the bracha rishona. Beer is a shahakal, not a mizonos. Because what? According to the Mordechai, according to the Magen Avram, because it's a beverage. So beverages are automatically shahakal. It's not soup. It's not a liquid food. It's a beverage. Meishlakas is a liquid food. And how about whiskey? I have a grain-based whiskey. If I have a grain-based whiskey, so then one second. We'll feed this approach of Chaimi Velazhin. It's an ochel. So that's like I said, I take shots, I don't drink, I don't drink it as a beverage. So then I have to ask myself, do I make a shot? When I have that kazayas, I'm going to make a bracha chrono on a kazayas because it's an ochel, and what bracha chrono am I making? Borinifashos or Alamechia? What bracha rishona am I making? Shahako or Mazonos? If, you, if you're working with the chiluk of the, um, if you're working with the chiluk of the, of the, Tosis and the Mordechai quoted approvingly by the Magen Avram, said it opens up all sorts of interesting questions about the, what the bracha and whiskey should be. Yet another reason to uh, avoid esophic brachas and find something else to uh, find something else to drink. Yeah, question. What's the differentiation between a beverage and something like, I mean, like between a coffee that we call the beverage and whiskey That is true. That that is true. Let me put it differently. Um, it's a lot of discussion among people who go to coffee houses. Um, uh, you know, the people who get the straight coffees versus people who get the the fancy layered, the things that coffee purists think, oh, it's not really coffee, you're just having like candy in a cup. Caramel, triple, frappuccino, tra-la-la-la. Um, so you're saying, maybe if I'm having a coffee, I'm having a coffee. Is that drinking? And, and Lamaisa, you, you are correct that from a, scientifically, from a hydration perspective, now, coffee gives you water, but also acts as diuretic and, and dehydrates you. But Lamaisa, plenty of people do. This is their drink. People need to eat, people need to drink. And for plenty of people, for better or for worse, their, their coffee is their drink. That's the drink they're having in the morning. Wise or not, leaving aside the biochemistry, people are having it as a drink, not a, as an eat. Um, it, it's interesting to wonder, though, uh, you know, but, but when it's a triple caramel frappuccino, is that still a drink, or that's like I'm having candy in a cup? I don't know. Again, different people might have very powerfully, uh, strongly held different views. What would you say about, let's say if you actually have an espresso, not a latte. People actually have like one of those dainty little espressos. Shots. They're called shots. So I don't know. So would you say maybe then I have to start clearing? I don't know. That's a, make a haetz in your espresso? I'm not sure. But I think you'll point to another point also, which will push back on the espresso and the whiskey, which is, 
how broadly do you define mashka? It, 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 even a soup is not a mashka, and salad dressing is not a mashka, and as, as the Magavram quoted, a dip is not a mashka, even if it's a liquid. Yeah, but the, whiskey is not quite orange juice, but whiskey is also not quite a dip. You, you do, you call it drinking, you are drinking from a cup, not something that they have to quench your thirst, so it is, so you're making the argument also, even in terms of the whiskey issue, it, there's a clear chiluk between mepeiros versus me shlakos. That's what the Mordechai is saying. A clear, I clearly understand why the yein tapuchin, the apple cider is a shahakal, while the vegetable soup broth is hadama. You're arguing that where you draw the line between ocha and mashka is going to get a little complicated. I know that juice is on one side. I know that dips and soups on the other side. You're saying, yeish la'ayin, where would you put a shot of whiskey? And where would you put maybe even a shot of uh, a shot of espresso? I want to... S- I had promised we would not run beyond 60, 65, 70 minutes. So I want to keep my word. Um, there's one major chunk that's yet to see, and we will see that in Mir on Sunday, and that is to deal with sugar. Sugar is still, we, we had a chance to focus within Simon Reish Bays on Sif Zion and Sif Ches and Sif Yud, which took us through Trima and Meshlakos. And uh, and May Peros, the Tamri. We saw a lot. We saw most of what we want to see here. In in so doing, we also had a chance to look later at Simon and Reish Dalad. But we haven't looked at Reish Dalad yet. We will come to Reish Dalad. We had a chance to look at Simon Reish Hay, to look at the Bays Gimel and Dalad, about the vegetable soup and the vegetable juice and the vegetable cuts that Gargilidi the Lifter that came out earlier in Lama Tesamadal. Uh, I think a lot of things are coming together in terms of both knowing, clarifying specific shitos, knowing how we paskin, and sort of also appreciating, if I could highlight this, appreciating the the, the nuance and the sophistication of how you get from Gemara to Halacha Lamaisa. Even, for instance, yeah, what did I gain? I knew that peanut butter, smooth peanut butter was a shahakal, and I still do. But it's different. Not only that now I understand that there's a Gemara that the Machokas we showed him, I also understand that it's really a shakal with an asterisk, for instance. Right? It's, a, it's a, the Machokas, and usually I make a shakal, but it's going to play out differently in different contexts. We had a chance to uh, to see that, to see how the Maganavan presents the third shita, the Mordechai, rooted in Tosvas, um, in terms of how you are miyashev we had left yesterday a hanging thread about the sugar. So next time, uh, we're going to complete this uh, sugya finale with Sif uh, Tezvav, where the Shohanar talks about sugar. Shohanar talks about sugar briefly. The Torah talks about sugar at length. Um, there's a lot of exciting things going on. It'll give us a chance also to look at perhaps the Simon Reish Dalid. And Ellie, I think, was the one who I pointed out earlier, that sugar is going to, we need to talk about sugar, sugar is going to bring us back to sort of complete what we've already been discussing. Sugar is going to go back to the discussion of, of you know, how process is process and, and how that plays out. So here's what we're going to do right now, and here's what we're going to do on Sunday. We already saw a lot of this, um, and we're going to head back to the base marriage. There's a lot going on, and it's also exposure to sort of a new way of 
learn a safer, a new safer, a new concept, Shulchanach, no Sakhalim, Shashin will have been the past, but never to this extent. Plenty, plenty, plenty to Chazer. Mitchum Sunday morning, Sunday morning, we'll, we'll spend time on Sif Tezvav, and on the whole sugar discussion, we'll see how the different anathem of that, and there's also uh, a Shuv the Mishkanis Yaakov, and there's a piece in the Bracha, really will tie things together, I think, uh, very, very elegantly. But this will really wrap up this whole uh, Lamed Ches, Lamed Tes, Trima, etc. discussion. We have not we have not much touched on the Yerukos Lamed Ches and Beis. That sugar really raises the issue that we've been dancing around of Nishtan Lagreyasa, uh, but we're going to let that be for now. And once after on Sunday, we're going to give clo- finish giving closure to the sugya. We're then going to go back to learning Al Haseder. will bring us back to Bori Priates to the Chelke Pri. After that, we're more or less going to go straight through. We've already seen many parts of the parak, particularly of the first parak, and we're going to go back to Lamavav and more or less go straight. That'll take us to the discussion of Chelke Pri, different parts which we touched on a little bit. You know the the cinnamon bark is from a tree, but it's a hadama. Where does that come from? Different parts of a plant. We may, in doing that, jump ahead a drop also to see the the discussion. You can't learn bark for eights, I think, without dealing with what is an eights. That's a, that's a gemara later in the parak uh, that we definitely, definitely, I think, uh, want to see. Seven Reish Gimel, Sif Aleph. What's, uh, what's the story of the banana? What's the story of the mango? What's the story of the papaya? And uh, then from there, we're going to keep, keep bleeding out or keep going by to we'll get to all the Mazonas discussions, and we're going to work our way forward to really giving most of the closure to this uh, mega sugya, and we'll complete, we'll head down to Beis Merish Natsachazer, then we'll complete this sugya finale on Sunday.